This is episode 412 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, You Have Lessons to Learn from Those That Survived the Great Depression. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, before we get started, I want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by my new ebook and audiobook, The Preparedness Community's Guide to a Microbiz and Increasing Your Finances. If you'd like to get some more information, click the link in the show notes or come on over to ThePrepperWebsitePodcast.com. All right, so our article comes to us from Living Life in Rural Iowa, and I thought that this was a great article, just one to kind of get you thinking a little bit. Anytime that we think about the Great Depression, we know that those people that went through it, they had a rough time, but they seemed to survive. One of the things that we always hear about is that they had skills that we don't have today. There's just a lot of information that we can learn and hopefully apply to our lives. And maybe, just maybe, we would tend to do some research and figure some things out and maybe ask some questions. And if there's someone who is still living in our lives who went through the Great Depression, that we would be able to ask them questions and ask them to reflect back on how things were and maybe even be able to recognize some of the things that they do or some of the things that they have done in their lives are because of the Great Depression and how it shaped their lives and how they, how it shaped their thinking. So Erica does a great job here of just laying some things out here, and I think it's very interesting, so I hope you enjoy it as well. Let's get started. The Great Depression was an era in American history that people who lived through it would remember indefinitely. They remember how hard the times were, the poverty most people suffered, and just life in general at the time. For most people who remembered living through this time, the lessons stuck with them for the rest of their life. For those who experienced the worst of the Great Depression, they never forgot. They do not or did not like talking about life during that time, but the lessons they learned were life-changing. Most people now would not necessarily notice the impact made until they looked closer at these people. They do not throw out anything. The only things in their garbage or scrap pails were items that could not possibly use anymore, be fed to the animals or composted. They were on board with recycling before recycling was the cool thing to do. Their homes will appear very neat and tidy, but their closets are packed full of items they could not part with, including old clothes, newspapers, fabric, boxes, baskets, jars, string, twine, rubber bands, twist ties, plastic bags, and more. During the Great Depression, you would never know if and when you might need something to repair or fix another item. They were basically hoarders because they had to be, but you would have never known it by looking at their homes. Now that the minimalist movement is in full swing, some people look down their noses at these older people who lived through the Depression. However, we must realize that they did not have the possessions then we have now. They just didn't have the pure junk and cheaply made goods we have now. They were minimalist in their own ways because they did not have the money or the means to have more possessions. They just refused to throw out anything that could be used again. 
Notice how most older people do not buy new clothes unless they have to. Their shoes are usually repaired, worn until they fall apart, and or are still kept in case they need a pair for the garden or other chores. They probably have good, a good pair that is kept for special occasions or church, but when that pair is no longer good, they get used for every day. The same goes for coats and more. You will also notice they do not buy trendy clothing items either. Most of their items are of good quality that will last years. In this age of disposable clothing, this seems odd, but they probably would see us as wasteful. People during this time lost their fortunes. People also lost their savings as banks closed. While most people who lived during this time continued to save money after the Depression and World War II, many were leery of banks. They would keep cash at home, have accounts at multiple banks, and not have all their eggs in one basket. Most of them would also go on to save a large amount of money because they lived so simply and frugally. They also went on to birth the baby boomer generation. They wanted to give their children a better life than what they had. They saved money for their kids to go to college because they wanted their kids to have an education and succeed. They would go on to help their children buy their first farm and possibly their first home. They would invest in their businesses to help them get a start because very few of those that lived during the Depression had the luxury. Many people during the Depression lost their homes and their businesses. They would have to move for jobs and just to find work. People would have to move in with other family members or rent a couple of rooms for a roof over their heads. Kids were expected to help out any way they could with the understanding any money they earned would probably go to the family. If they were given payment at all, that money was not spent frivolously. Not to say that the kids were not given a special treat once in a while, but they did not expect this all the time like kids do now. While there has always been poverty in this country, during the Great Depression, poverty was acute and affected nearly everyone in some way. When we think of poor now, we think of either the homeless or just living paycheck to paycheck. However, poverty is the circumstances of being extremely poor. Most people did not have enough money for rent, mortgage payments, or food or clothing and other necessities. Children were sent to live with other relatives or were taken to orphanages because their parents couldn't afford to take care of them. Many adolescents were sent to live at other households as hired girls or men and worked for a roof over their heads and food to eat. People learned about bartering and trading during this time also. People would help each other bring in the crops, bell hay, tend the sick and the infirmed, do heavy housework and more. You might have given the neighbors some produce from your garden in exchange for eggs. Like my grandmother, you might have worked as a hired girl so you could stay in town and go to high school. Many people traded and bartered services and goods just to stay alive and stretch their money even more. You can still see this generation doing this. They also instilled these lessons in their children. People who lived during this time did what they had to do to survive. We all hear stories about the Great Depression that we think we could never do now. However, when you were faced with the choice to survive or not, you would think differently. This time in history is also very romanticized by those who think it will happen again. They want to live like that. Most of them could not do it. How could you survive another Great Depression? Most of us preppers would like to think we could survive anything, but in reality, the Great Depression lasted until World War II started. 
For most people, nothing changed when we went to war because of the rationing systems and the unavailability of goods. Jobs were on the rise due to wartime production, but the money still barely covered the necessities. There is not really any way to be reasonably prepared for 10 years or longer unless you practice self-sufficiency now. What saved many people during the Great Depression was the ability to grow their own food, raise animals for eggs and meat, have large gardens, and preserve as much as they could to get through the winter. They knew how to sew their own clothes, mend almost anything, and think creatively to solve problems or fix anything. Nothing was wasted, which is a huge problem nowadays. They made only one trip to town a week for anything that needed to be purchased if they could afford to go. They would have also taken in any extra produce or eggs to the local grocer, which he would have paid them for if the quality was right. In short, the skills this generation knew is what saved them. They still have these learned lessons in their memories. You see that most of them still practice what they can, but this generation is dying out quickly. When they are gone, the lessons will be forgotten. If experts are right, we could be headed towards another financial and economic upheaval. We have more people living in this country than ever. While there is a trend towards self-sufficiency right now, most people would be suffering until they could get back on their feet again. I have faith in people helping other people, but the resources might not be there to help everyone. FDR was accused of socialism and more when he rolled out the New Deal to create programs which created jobs to help people get back on their feet again. Now, if that happened, it would be wrapped up in Congress for months. With all the regulations we have now, it may never happen. If you have a chance, please sit down with the generation who lived during this time. Ask them how they or their parents survived the time. You will hear different accounts because their experiences were different. Some people went through this time just fine because they were already used to living the self-sufficient life. Some people had to learn it. Some people lived in abject poverty and were basically homeless. If you can't directly talk to someone who lived during the Depression, read some first-hand accounts. What they had to do to live may surprise you. All right, guys. Very interesting, right? So as you were listening to that, did you think about maybe a grandparent who were a parent, uh, if, you're, if you're a little bit older, who maybe had some of these characteristics, right? Um, they just decided to save everything, you know, instead of going and throwing something away, it's like, ah, eh, I might be able to use this at some point later on down the road. And so maybe you see a little bit of that. And then maybe if you did grow up with parents who went through the Great Depression, maybe they instilled certain skills in you. And for you, it might have just been, hey, this is just the way that we live. Just This is just the way that we do everything. But no, it wasn't that. It was that they were instilling these skills in you or these lessons in you that they had to learn the hard way. Maybe they went through it as kids or teenagers or young adults. And they didn't want you to suffer from that or it was things that really burned into their memory. Because if you're talking about years and years of living a certain way, I mean, you get used to living that way. So what kinds of things do you think would be helpful for you that maybe your grandparents did or your parents did because they went through that Great Depression time? What kinds of things do you think that you would have to put in place? A lot of people say that, you know, they had skills. A lot of people had big gardens and had animals and things like that. And a lot of people today don't have anything like that at all. 
would it be? Would we still be civil to each other if we experienced another Great Depression? Or would crime and, and those types of things just go out the window? I mean, just like just completely blow up. And you would have to not only think about surviving, but protecting yourself and protecting your family and all those good things. I think it's very interesting that this time lasted 10 years. And so we think about, well, we have six months of food or we have maybe a year's worth of food and that wouldn't have lasted. I mean, you, that would probably be like you would supplement, right? You know, like I have this food and I'm, I'm able to go buy whatever I can buy, but I'm able to supplement from my food storage. And, you know, how would that work? And, and what would that look like for you and your family? Do you even have any food storage stocked up yet? You know, would you be able to do that? Things can happen very quickly. Things can happen in a blink of an eye. And all of a sudden people can panic and, you know, we know what things look like on the shelves when a hurricane comes. And can you imagine if, if uh, you know, the economy started crashing and all the, the crazy people on the news started freaking everybody out and everybody started going and clearing out the shelves? What kind of position would that put you and your family in? And then talking about making your clothes last and, and making sure that, you know, you, you fix things and those types of things. Do you have resources that you can look up? You know, definitely there's YouTube and there's you can always search on the Internet and Prepper website has a great tag page. You know, a lot of uh, if you have any kind of preparedness related uh, topic, you can go there and you know that those are those those tags, those articles that are there were were preparedness. We're on the front page of Prepper website at one point. But do you have the ability to go research whatever if you if you needed to, if you didn't have the Internet or for whatever reason, things just went awry? There's just so many things that we can go with that. Right. So great article here. I just want to encourage you to possibly think just a little bit more about, you know, if you encountered one of these situations in your life, what would it be like? What would it look like? How would you get by? How would you lead your family through this type of situation? And guys, again, like always, this is going to be in the show notes. So you can go to the show notes and link to this article over at Living Life in Rural Iowa and uh, let Erica know that you heard it here on the podcast. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 412 of the Prepper Website Podcast. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Head on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. That way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And take a moment to connect with me. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes. And if you would like to do a great kindness, I greatly appreciate it when you share out the episodes and also review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and whichever other podcast network you listen to. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.